Hey everybody, Golvin here with this week's offer, which is 20% off of Wildstar. And I know this is a World of Warcraft podcast show, but with three months left till the expansion, you might as well try another game, right? Uh, to use this code, you can go to OfferGB.com slash capital S capital H 151. So that's O-F-F-E-R-G-B dot com slash capital S capital H 151. And you get 20% off of any purchase of Wildstar that you get there. And uh, thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we have another European Master of the Monk. And this week it's in uh, Zuggy from Vanguard. How are you doing today, Zuggy? Hey man, I'm doing great. Uh, how are you? Uh, good, and uh, you know, thanks for taking your time out of your... Uh, 18 year vacation you know you guys get <laughs> you guys get over there in europe um but you know you know when last week's episode came out we were talking about you know how especially what you're going how the monks were looking on the ptr and just how overall you think the feel you know you definitely you know hit me up and i definitely encourage that for anybody else out there listening that if you you know have a different viewpoint or you want to voice your opinion you know go right ahead and you know so you have a little bit of difference of opinion on the misweaver so i guess uh i guess the one thing the first thing going into is um, have how much of the PTR have you actually done? Um, well, I've been testing uh, both dungeons and 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 the raids uh, a bit, and uh, I didn't have a chance to test it, the last few bosses uh, due to my vacation. Uh, I can't really be playing on a laptop on mobile internet, but um, overall, I, I think uh, Mistweavers at the moment is is of the weakest of the healers, but I still think that they are doing okay like i disagree a lot with people who um who keep saying that uh, it's a broken like it's totally broken now i i, I disagree on that um a and, lot and then do you think it's just because they want the misweaver to be like a disc priest used to be or something or when they look at i mean i think it's mainly just because of the number because we're going through the number tunings this week celestial and has said for dps um, however, he hasn't said anything about healers, and do you think it's mainly, maybe more related to that that they're going into raids and seeing like their druid doing like almost twice as much healing, even though they really shouldn't? If you look at how the classes are supposed to perform, well, I think it's it's uh, it, it was a bad choice for for Blizzard at least to go into the raid testing um, with, without fixing uh, the balancing of the numbers first, because. Uh, you want to be able to to test as much of, of, of the encounters as possible, which actually forced a lot of people I've seen to go on on Druid or uh, maybe Discipline Priest and, and stuff like that to to be able to see more of the encounters. I've been sticking with my monk though um, to kind of get a feel of how they are or supposed to be played right now and test the talents and stuff, and. Um, I must admit, the the if you can stack up and heal, monks are really strong at the moment due to rushing jade wind and chi explosion. Um, <laughs> uplift is completely useless right now, and um, renewing mist is uh, is also kind of weak. Um, I do disagree, though, with people saying that uh, renewing mist is complete garbage because uh, they do compare it to re rejuvenation from druids. And if you look at it, um, 
in my opinion, renewing mist shouldn't do as much healing as um, rejuvenation because on one uh, application of re uh, renewing mist, you have to think that it's three, you get three hots and reju is still one hot for a mana cost. So, of course, renewing, uh, uh, renewing mist is supposed to be weaker than rejuvenation, in my opinion. Um, but, and it, it's but also, it also yeah, also going in with that as well because, like you mentioned, it should be really three times that renewing mist tick should be equal, roughly the rejuvenation, right? Is that what you're meaning by that? Um, roughly, it, it's kind of it's roughly said, yeah, um, because uh, I mean, you 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 apply it to three targets. Of course, you don't have the control of it uh, unless you you. Um, you take what what what's it called a pool of something, the new talent they implemented. Um, then you have more control. Um, I do still don't like. I I've been going over it, and and I think that they should basically remove uh, Swen from Mistweavers and replace that with Pool instead, because there's no way you want to take a Pool over uh, a G Explosion at the moment. And if you look at it, the, like I think the pool is—it's a great position to be in that tier uh, of uh, both rushing Jade Wind and uh, Chi Torpedo because, depending on the fight, if you stacked up, you want to pick uh, um, rushing Jade Wind. If it's spread healing, like a fight where you need to be spread out all the time, pool could be a good choice. And if if you want to be able to AOE heal, but you're worried about mana, you t take the um, Cheetopedo instead. I think it's more fitting in that tier, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see what you mean. I, I also think what it is for the Cheetorpedo, it might just be, again, it's, it's like a lot of it is two's numbers, though, right? I mean, um, the numbers really haven't been tweaked since they changed it from, like, with the, hundred per the attack power to spell power on a lot of these items. Like, they've, you know, it just seems like to me that the numbers are just not where they were current how they are currently for these spells and may, you know we just i was just hoping maybe the healers would got a first pass through or both you know healers and dps would get a pass through on the number tweaks um but uh, it's actually called pool of mists is the new level oh, 100 yeah, miss, yeah. yeah and it, what it does it gives you the three charges on renewing mist now and then puts it on the cooldown so you have you yeah. basically could put it on whatever you want but then you give up chi explosion which by all accounts is kind of like the op you know currently for both DPS, for DPS and healing, is the OP sp the talent right now? I mean, it's mm -hmm. really it's stupidly overstrong, and so I expect a huge nerf coming for Chi Explosion, and then a buff up of the other talent as well in that that section, or just at least normalization of it. Um, yeah, well, Chi Explosion is is also getting fixed because I test mm -hmm. I tested it a lot, and and it's currently bugged actually for Mistweavers. Um. I believe it's uh, 3G to be able to apply the hot, but it actually applies it uh, the healing over time for 2G as well. No, the, the, the healing over time is 2G plus. It's, it's the AoE is 3G. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. It applies the AoE. On 2G? Uh, okay. uh, not, not AoE healing, but uh, the healing over time effect still AoEs with just 2G. Okay. So, yes. Like I, I was healing uh, someone in uh, in a stack group with Tucci, 
And it only healed him, but everyone in the clump got the uh, healing over time. Oh, so to apply the healing over time to everybody instead of one person. So to, yeah, it was. Yeah. It basically did it where it went. The uh, and I, and that's the one thing too is like because I think it's not supposed to where the AOE actually applies the hot to everybody when you AOE like on the three G. It's just supposed to AOE, and then the person you target it gets to heal over time. So I mean, that's probably why too. I mean, that's probably why. You know, when it's like you said, in, in a stack group, it's just looking like Monk is really strong mm-hmm. or really good when it's everybody's stacked because it's a it's a bugged out, you know, spell. And unfortunately, that happens on the beta. And, and, you know, it's just I think what it is, too, is a lot of people are looking at the crane stance. I mean, have you had any chance to look into the crane stance at all? Have you practiced it out or tried it out at all? I, I tried it out. But after they uh, let me quote them, fixed it they actually kind of broke it because now it's completely useless. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't pull out enough healing to even be viable for anything. And you don't, there's no rating counters really where people don't take damage so that you can go into the stance and DPS. Cause it's either the tank takes heavy damage and the way I heal, um, I did it on or gore, um, I was focusing mainly on the tank, and as soon as some AOE came out, I swapped to the raid, and then Chi Explosion, and then back to the tank. So I, I, I'm kind of like swapping back and forth, and I also see some Mistweavers still. They use Rushing Jade went way too much, and uh, I've heard people, um, including Stormy, because I was listening to the past broadcast, and she was saying that it, it takes too much mana, where I totally disagree. Um, because the philosophy behind AOE and like Blizzard stated it them, themselves, they said that they wanted AOE to be efficient healing, but really expensive. And it is. I mean, Rushing Jade wins heals for a ton and it also eats your mana. So like you need to, I really like the healing um, model at the moment because you really need to focus on your mana. And okay, is it? Do I have to use rushing gate wind right now? No, I don't, because people will survive. I don't need to like heal them a lot, so you don't use it. Whereas people still have that, you know, MOP healing in their mind. Like people aren't topped. Let me pop rushing gate wind, and you don't really need to. So, in my opinion, rushing gate wind is fine. It might need slightly number tuning, but the mana cost is is. Is fine in my opinion. So yeah, I was, that's one thing I was always thinking about, especially when she was commenting on the mana change. I think I even asked, maybe asked her as well, that people are just really so set in this, you know, catac- not cataclysm, no, mean like late cataclysm, early, you know, and all of miss mm. mentality of I have to keep this person topped or they're going to die instantly. And yeah. looking at all the f- encounters that I've seen, th- the only time that someone's going to die instantly is if it's like a large giant bird, like you know, like on the. Uh, the, the stamp boss, whatever that is, I was watching were the the, the waffle iron boss, as I like to call it, actually, <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, like it's like, oh, a giant shiny thing. I probably shouldn't go there. It's going to kill me like stuff like that is the only thing that's or like, you know, the you have to dodge the flames on the ground, you know, like stuff where it's like easy. OK, you have to dodge this or you're going to die. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's like player stupidity is the only reason they're going to take so much damage other than the tank. Who may just hit like you know get an ability, which is you know where it seems like you know, and then that's where an enveloping mist comes in because it's really good. So, 
Yep. I, I mean, I, I kind of agree with that, too, is that I mean, it's similar to, you know, DPS when you first get into the beta and you're like used to how you're playing and you're like, man, this is so difficult. How am I going to do any good numbers? And then you start getting used to it. And then but then when you have to go back to live and then you go back to the beta and you go to live and they're completely different. I mean, they're not just when I say completely different. It's not like a, a you know, a flatline statement. I mean, they're 100, 180 degree swaps from how healing is and DPS is on the live and how healing and DPS is on the beta. Um, mm-hmm. Even tanking too for a lot of classes is completely different. And so a lot of people are just struggling with having to adapt between the two and seeing how one is now and then one currently is. Also, the gear level is different too. Um, even yeah, in exactly. the level 100, there you're not really in probably as good of a gear as you probably would be doing some of these encounters. So um, I do, it's very interesting though that you mentioned that the, the Blizzard's take though on that they wanted AOE to be efficient because it, it definitely is. Do you think it's also maybe uh, due to the boss's mechanics or, or strategies that people are currently doing on the beta where they say, let's just stack up an AOE heal because it's the most efficient? Do you think maybe people should be looking for ways to make it more mana efficient? Or how do you think they like counter that? Because I think that's maybe maybe one of the things is that people are like, okay, let's everybody stack up. You know, the old days of just having all the everybody's like, you know, range pack stack pile and a melee stack pile. Do you think people have to start thinking outside of that? Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Like, I was watching uh, Blood Legion's approach to Butcher, and they just stacked up so everyone got the debuff. I mean, uh, that bleed effect thing. So, I mean, they tried to brute force it. Just let's stack up, outheal everything, and that just didn't work. Um, you And as you say, um, if you die and get one shot, it's your own fault. Like... Right now, fights are pretty unforgivable. Um, and that's that can also be an issue because if they're too unforgivable, someone getting hit by something, you have to move your focus from either the tank or maybe if it's during raid damage and he takes some extra damage because he's standing in something, you want to heal him, otherwise he die. Uh, dies, but then your focus is removed from something else, and then everyone dies. It sounds, um, it sounds just, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's just two, like wrath, like not wrath, um, end of vanilla healing. That's how end of vanilla yeah. healing was. I mean, it, you played vanilla, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, like when Nax came out originally, that's exactly how like patchwork was, where mm. someone would take some stupid damage because they got into the pool and you just focus on them, and all of a sudden the tank was dead. Because you yeah, just stopped. Exactly. And, it, and I think that's what it is, it, too, is that it just seems like that Blizzard is really putting a lot more focus. Because everybody knows healing is, you know, looking at bars and mm-hmm. not standing and stuff. That's kind of how it is. I mean, it's it's really, you know, when everybody says, oh, just play healer, it's, it's kind of like when you look at MOBAs or the other game, it's like healer is supposed to be the easy class of the game outside of tank. Like, it's supposed to be tank, and then healer is supposed to be the easier. DPS is supposed to be the hardest. That's just the general philosophy, but... The more I look at it, especially with coming out with this pat with this expansion, healing is actually going to be one of the most difficult uh, things to do because of you know having to manage your mana, having to correctly associate which targets need healing, and not to jump the gun heal like you're mentioning and just you know dump all your stuff into one person, and then now you have four people healing one target instead of just keeping everybody up how they used to be and maybe putting a little bit extra into that person. Is that mm-hmm. what you're kind of seeing as well? Is that is what you're your thoughts on well, it are my thoughts is that at the moment i think i like i like the fact that a person gets punished for not playing properly um but 
it shouldn't be to a degree where uh, it kind of takes it out on other people. For instance, if he stands in something, I have to heal him, then someone else dies, and that makes me look bad as a healer. Um, I think it, they, it should be unforgiving, but to a degree where it can still be salvaged and mm-hmm. saved. Um, and as you say, like uh, healing is supposed to be the easy, uh, like easy thing to play. I've played both tank, DPS range, DPS melee, and healer um, throughout uh, my ten years of, of WoW, and. As a DPS, I always thought that at some point, a fight is the same. You move out of stuff and you move there at a certain point and that's it. As a healer, it's there's always either someone standing and stuff. It's always a bit different. Um, <laughs> yeah, you never know who's the idiot this week, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's why I love looking for Raid. Um, but that's an, another story. Um, what? What? Uh-oh. That's it. You're going to get some hate tweets now. You're going to say someone who loves looking for raid. I, I like <laughs> looking for raid because, I don't know, there's always people standing and stuff. No, but, uh, I mean, uh, a thing about the new raids uh, model that's coming out is that as a healer, now I have to memorize the fight like when is specific damage coming when can can i move my focus to either the melee or the ranged or when is the tank going to take heavy damage i always have to be on my toes because if i make a wrong choice at the moment with this um unforgivingness um i might not have uh, i might just have spent my chi uh, on for instance enveloping mist on the tank but that was like, in one second, the raid is going to take heavy damage, and then I don't have enough chi for chi explosion. So I always have to be on my toes, and and I always have to predict what is going to happen next. And I really, I I must say, I really like the new healing. I I love it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, of- I do too. I mean, I think it it puts more in the hands of the player, and the, the skilled mm-hmm. the skilled players will serve like shine, and will you know get even better and make it look like oh wow they're really great or the ones that exactly. are maybe more the middle of the pack will get punished and it, it, you mm-hmm. know it's, it seems that way how windwalker was at the beginning you know where you know it was like the skilled players would do good the, the above average players would do pretty good but then like the ones that weren't too skilled would get severely punished and and all dps is kind of that way and so it seems like for dps are doing the opposite approach of let's tone down the difficult of all this or the sca- the skill caps of all the classes and then, but healers, it looks like they're bringing those, dumping them that skill cap needed into the healers now, which I think mm-hmm. is, I mean, I think it's good because, you know, like I played all classes through all the expansions. And yeah, I mean, I think for me, at least, you know, Ken, this is like back in the day, like I thought range DPS was the easiest because, but that's just because how encounters were done. It was like you mentioned, you just move one place to this place and you just DPS. But because mm-hmm. in those days, you no one really, no one at all casted on the, the run. It, this, it was less movement needed for range DPS. And, yeah, exactly. And so, like, now it's like everybody's moving, everybody has to dodge stuff, and so everybody has, like, one or two instant or range or castable DPS spells. And so it seems like now it's like the healers were kind of the ones that, you know, you had to, like, sit there and be a healing healing turret where, you know... I, I mean, I, it's really interesting to me just to see how the fights are unfolding, and you expect the monk to shine because it's, like, you know, the healing on, to go cla- on the go class with Chi Explosion, with, like... Uh, Rushing Jade Wind, Chi Torpedo, uh, you know, uh, Renewing Mist, all this stuff where we can basically do it on the go. 
um, hopefully the number tuning will definitely boost up some of the lacking, like you mentioned, like uh, uplift, and then you know you maybe even renewing mist get a little bit or chi explosion getting fixed because hopefully when they fix chi explosion, it doesn't just completely destroy the class and they just launch it live. I mean, we are um, as of today about three months away from the expansion launch, so. I'd say probably maybe two months or a month and a half till we get the 6.0 patch. So, or even less. I mean, I mean and also, what is, what is your thoughts on that too? Do you, when do you think the 6.0 is going to to come around? Do you think once they do the final tuning on the PTR, will I mean on the beta, we'll be seeing it? Or, um, I, I've been thinking about like maybe one between one and two months before um, the actual expansion launches. Um, I think that the uh, like the pre patch will come because um, right now they they still need to do number tuning they still need to do mythic testing um, I think the pre patch is on the PTR now or is it it's gonna you know, it's, it's on, on it now or it's it's just got put up that it's swapping to it or something I yeah think it's like I, coming I soon something I remember. yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah maybe one between one and two months before the actual launch. I don't think we'll have it that long, to be honest. Um, but but I mean, we'll see. We do have two and a half weeks from launch till we actually have to raid anything. So, I mean, that's more t- even more time to get to know the new changes and stuff. Um, but I don't know. It, it's 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 difficult to predict. I mean. <laughs> You never know, Blizzard. <laughs> True. Yeah, you never know. Maybe like on, you know, this time, uh, you know, in a couple of days on Tuesday or, or Wednesday for your for Europeans, it's going to be out. <laughs> well, I mean, because they don't all know because they have to do the whole incursion thing and the whole the whole leading up pre expansion patch. So, I mean, I w- I would think that and I've been saying saying this a few people are talking with them. I really think the ninth is probably the date that they're going to release a six patch because that's literally going to be one year from siege launch. So to say, hey, you know, even though you're going to be doing Siege, it's going to be Mythic Siege. And also, yeah. it's going to be 6.0. It's going to have a different feel to the game. It's going to feel new and different. You're going to have different talents. You're going to have all this balancing stuff. You know, the game is going to be changed. So even though it's a year since Siege came out, it really, you know, isn't. You know what I mean? Where it's like yeah, giving it's something good. fresh to the to the game as it coming out. So, yeah, I mean, around there or even, you know, it's going to be mid-September, I think. You know, mm-hmm. mid-September at some point. I would hope it'd be the 9th, but maybe the 23rd is probably looking more likely. Um, or the 16th or something like that, or even it could even get to the 30th or even in October, you know, we don't, we don't know. Um, it will be out though for plenty of time for people before BlizzCon. Um, and then I guess that's my next question. I mean, you're on on vacation now, so they probably not, but are you going to BlizzCon or are you going to be doing the virtual pass? Like, like me and most of everybody else. I'm going to be doing the virtual pass again. I've done that the, a few times now. Um, I do want to go to BlizzCon at some point. Um, but I mean, I'm still in school, so I have to finish that first. So uh, it's my last year, and then I'll be done uh, with computer science. So uh, it's it's kind of an important year, so I can't really go. Um, Also, (laughs) money is the problem. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. It's it's quite expensive Mm -hmm. with the flight tickets and the hotel and stuff. You got to get wait to get that nice, good-paying job out of a university, and then you can can get, get a BlizzCon no problem. Yeah, exactly. And then get my like 15, 20 weeks vacation. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your 80, 82 week vacation, you know, <laughs> whatever you got, you guys get over there, the crazy, crazy amount of time. Um, but I guess then, you know, going into the next step, because I mean, I think we talked pretty good about Monk, and I, 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 I can see your points on it, and I do kind of agree where it's, it seems like, you know, players are just not used to it so much because they have to go back and forth. And I think it's going to take that 6.0 patch to really cement what the monk is going to look like and how they're expecting monk to heal and how healers are expected to heal, especially when we get into siege with the 6.0 patch, right? I mean, when we get in there mm-hmm. and actually test it out and actually get in there and say, okay, we know how these fights are on our, you know, on 5.4. How is it going to look on 6.0 stuff? Like, is it going to, how difficult is it going to be? Do you kind of think of that same way too? Uh, it, yeah, I do actually. Cause I mean, what I'm thinking is that from from what I've kind of imagined is that with all the changes to spirit and stuff and they want our mana to matter, obviously you're supposed to feel that uh, the better gear you have, the less you have to worry about your mana. But I don't think that they want to ever, even in best in slot, be able to, as we do now, never care about our mana at all. They want us to care about our mana to a degree so that every time we get better and better gear then they release new content that makes sure that we either have to use our AOE abilities more so we actually still have to care about our mana and how we use it and I think it's going to be fun when Mythic Siege of Ogrimmar comes if I go in on the first boss and go oom I mean that's going to be weird because I haven't gone oom uh, for a long time and I never look at my mana at all. It's sometimes I'm just sitting there on 20 mana T and 100% mana. Just, I mean, so it's going to be nice to test out the new healing on a rate where you actually already know the encounters, um, especially uh, with with the new like model of, uh, you know, really expensive AOE heals, especially in Siege, because there's shit ton of AOE damage in some fights. Um, that's going to be fun. Uh, but also getting rid of kind of, you know, that transition, trying to get rid of your habits. Like I have a habit right now, as soon as I see I have someone take damage and um, I have to move and I have Chi, I just press uplift. I've, I've done that on the beta a few times. I mean, it's just in your fingers. But then I've also, like, then I start pressing two because I have uplift on, uh, on two on my keyboard. Uh, and I still see, I still have chi. What is my, is my button broken? Oh, wait, I can't cast that on the move anymore. That's a cast time and uplift. So, I mean, a lot of people have to get, especially healers, have to get rid of those habits. Uh, I mean, all of those habits. So that's going to mm-hmm. be really interesting. I mean, just see how that plays out. Yeah, it is definitely going to be one of those things that we're just going to have to really look at. Yeah, because I'm thinking of like going in on like say an off spec and not really having good gear, and you're like, man, I'm drowning in mana because I'm have to spam all my my healing spells to compete with all these other healers, where they're just like spamming it and they don't really care about the mana. And I think it's mm-hmm. going to be it's, it's going to be funny seeing people wipe on like protectors or Merciess like hardcore because they just aren't used to how to, how to play it on twenty man. When that first exactly. comes out, it's gonna be so. It's gonna be like seeing like Blood Legion or Method like wiping four or five times on it, and having to bring in like you know off specs and do all that just to try to heal it because they're just getting destroyed because of the the, the needed uh, cost of uh, for mana spells. Mm-hmm. 
or or they may you know but also to me i would not ex- i would also expect a nerf as well coming from uh, blizzard when they do have the uh those those uh instances unlocked yeah, i think it's just probably going to be the what they'll do as well they'll kind of do like a, a flattener for 20 percent thing as well as a 6.0 um oh you mean like uh that buff yeah like the buff in like a tot I, I really think yeah. that's going to happen at the same point i think it's because i think that's when also when they remove the uh cutting edge stuff as well so well i'm i, I think i read somewhere that they they weren't really planning on nerfing cc program at all oh, okay they weren't planning on uh but that's old stuff, though. I'm, that's like months back. I read that maybe they changed their mind. You never know. Yeah, it's true. You know, you never really know uh, exactly what's going on there. Well, I mean, it's one of those things we'll just have to see and have to uh, to look at, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get a little more informa- information on uh, you know all that kind of stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Hopefully, this week will be really one of the good things. But uh, so I want to actually get into because the last time we had you on, it's like every time you're on, you're it's always like right after an announcement or something. So I have to ask you, from a, you know, longtime vanilla player, how excited were you when you saw that uh, cinematic? Were you kind of like pumped? Did you want to like get right in the game right away? Or I was actually considering going home early from my vacation just to play. <laughs> it was like I was I was so pumped. It was ah, oh, I just wanted to play it I, that was really cool, especially because I've played all Warcraft games, one, two, and mm-hmm. three, and all the expansions. I mean, just seeing that Manoroth fight again, I mean, and also I saw a picture side by side from where I don't know if if I can spoil anything, uh, but um most people probably already saw it, but in Warcraft 3, when uh, Thrall and Gromas fight uh, Manoroth, uh, you see when he kills Manoroth, that fire, and then you see like Gromas from behind, and he gets caught by the fire, and then he dies. Um, the exact same scene was in this cinematic, but just better graphic. And then you see like Garrus jumping in, saving his father. That was really epic. Mm-hmm. Like... That was really, really nice. Well, and that's the one thing, too, because, like, that's the... I mean, because, he, yeah, he did die, not because he was corrupted. He died because he, he got hit by the explosion of him, of Manoroth mm-hmm. dying. And so yeah. Garrosh was there to save him. And, like, the graphics, like you mentioned, were just so... It was like... I mean, if this is, like, the movie, then this could be the, one of the best movies of all time. Like, if the movie is this quality. Like, just thinking about it, my hair is racing on my arms right now. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah, because, like, the, the detail in, like, Garrosh's face... You know, it is like, wow, look at that detail. Like, you know, the bones look like real bone. I mean, it looks so crisp. And, you know, Blizzard has always been renowned for their cinematics all the way back to Warcraft. You know, mm-hmm. 2, I think, actually, is when they first started. Oh, no, they did them in Warcraft. No, yeah, Warcraft 2 is when they first started doing them, like, full-fledged cinematics for the games. And it's just yeah. the quality has always been there. And I was just so pumped, especially at the ending, too, when you saw, like, the dark portal i mean i it was just spot on for everything you yeah, know, for, yeah for us yeah. throwback or us old guys in the game that have been doing it for like the past 10 years which is odd when you think about it it's like kind of scary in a sense when you're like i've been playing this game for so long but uh but i guess and also you know going into it were, were you really we thought were your thoughts the th- uh like the week of the 11th is that what you're thinking or did you actually expect it earlier about the like expansion release date uh about the re- i always thought it was going to be november actually um, uh, I didn't. I, I usually, when I guess, I just say a month because I don't want to give an exact date. Um, 
but I was thinking somewhere between uh, like beginning of November uh, to the end of November, somewhere between that. So, uh, so like an early Christmas present kind of, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and then the one thing too, that a lot of people kind of glossed over that I've noticed in a lot of places is that actually the rating doesn't even start till the second or the third, you know, for third for European and then second for, uh, the, the U S um, so like on the on December second and December third is when the ratings start. So it's actually after the Thanksgiving holiday for you know the you know it's a huge holiday here in America. So Blizzard didn't want to make you know I think it would have probably been the twenty fifth is probably when the raids would have opened. But they were like you know we want to make sure that it's a smooth process. We know it's going to be serve. We'll have to do a lot of boss fixes and we can't really do that over two days. They don't want to have another oh. The doors are stuck on Galacross. We have to wait till the next day to open them up for everybody because we made it was a bug that we didn't encounter in the PTR. You yeah, know, they don't want to have one of those. They want to make sure the staff is going to be on. Probably they'll probably be twenty four seven actually this time. It wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. But uh, but yeah, I mean the thirteenth is a Thursday for here here, and then you guys actually get on Friday. You actually get an advantage, I think, because your your release is on a Friday, so you don't have to really have to probably take any time off from schooling or work or anything like that. No, that's actually pretty pretty sweet. Uh, trying that for once. Um, but yeah, as as you say, it was what was it, Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, the end of the month is Thanksgiving for here in America. Yeah, and then also it's Wow anniversary, and they they mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff this anniversary. I'm I'm also hyped about that. Like, even though it's going to be really easy, probably uh, with looking for rate, uh, that molten core thing is going to be amazing. See <laughs> um, people wiped because uh, they can't understand core hound packs. You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. LFR is terrible already about doing stuff, and now they have to like kill core hound packs. You know, in the same time, it's going to be one of those. <laughs> it's going to be really funny mm-hmm. to watch it. But I mean, um, the, and they they didn't want people to either not experience it or like just rush through it because yeah. they had to get ready for mm-hmm. for rating. So yeah, and, I, I and think also, it, I think that's a nice thing. Yeah, they did. Well, also the one thing too that I've been kind of again telling people is that the it allows all the guilds to be on the same page. You know, you don't have to worry about going in with your like your hunter without a bow because nothing's dropped over the la- that weekend. And you can go into normals now with possibly two alts if you're going to have alt group to get people geared up if you're that type of guild that does something. So it allows basically all the top guilds to kind of be on the same stage. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. when you get to that first kill raid week, that's really going to be to separate a lot of people depending on what kind of drops they get from the bosses as well if they can kill them on normal mode. I mean, we also don't mean a heroic mode. We don't even know the difficulty. I mean, there's also going to be normal mode will be opened up as well and then heroic. So you'll be doing... You know, there's going to be a lot of raiding going to be going on that first week. <laughs> I probably can yeah, tell exactly. that. But it's going to be one of those things that we'll have to see what what, uh, what kind of path guilds take as far as gearing up the players and gearing up their characters because it's uh, it's going to be very interesting. And I think this, this race is probably going to be the most competitive. I can see probably like maybe instead of just being, you know, at eventually towards the end, Blood Legion and Method being like one, two. I can really see it being like a five to six, maybe even ten guilds. It's like doing that throwback to like Wrath and stuff where like there were so many guilds really close Paragon, you know, all these guilds that are like right there at the edge where there's not like one guild that's like two or three bosses ahead of the other. Well, exactly. Like, I think we're going to see a lot of new blood as well, because a lot of 10 man guilds mm-hmm. either merged or, 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 or like recruited and they're going to be there as well. And usually when you went to, for instance, uh, wow progress, you were just looking at the left-hand side because that was 25 men, the 10 men didn't really matter. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of new names and, and I for one know that there are some 
10 man guilds that are really, really, really good actually. Oh or yeah, was back, yeah. Back, back then. And like they, mer- they, they converted to, to 20 men as well. So I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the ranks. Well, yeah, and um, I think there's a lot of like uh, Nihilum members too, like former ones that were in 10 mans and now they're performing up to 20. And, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, which is Insidia for those of those, like, you know, basically the dominant force before Paragon uh, was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of these old, you know, Death and Taxes people, pro- are, I think, are forming up a guild. Of, you know, uh, Vodka is back as well for yeah. Mythic. So, I mean, there's a lot of these guilds that you look at, you say these are like namestays of two or three years ago. That really, just because the 10 man was, you know, same loot, why not just do 10, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what, you know, what happened with a lot of these guilds. And yeah, there's a lot of 10 man guilds that are very skilled and, uh, well, it's gonna be, I, I'm really excited about this, this race. I think this race is going to be really good. And it's also, it's only with six bosses as well. So it's really, it's a small zone. We're probably gonna get about two months of it as well. So you'll be able to get your, your, your character geared up in the first tier of, of loot and then going right into the next boss, you know, pack which will be a foundry so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. really excited oh. about it and don't forget the preparation uh, to the rage through dungeons i mean they added warforge to dungeons yeah, as well exactly yeah warforge so, like, and then you can mm-hmm. you can farm a lot of gear mm-hmm. i mean th- this is probably going to be one of the more you know really hardcore gearing expenses i've tried because before it was just you made a business list from dungeons and you got that and then you were finished but now when you have warforged you always have a reason to go there again i mean uh, through the gearing process before raids um and i for one i'm planning on maybe leveling two or three characters to uh, 100 and then gearing all of them out so mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty hardcore yeah 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 and then the one thing too is uh and the heroic dungeons are actually going to be on par with LFR gear, so you're not going to feel like you're forced to go to LFR if you don't want to, which is unfortunate no, for the LFR people. But it's really great for us raiders because, and also they don't get the set bonuses in LFR anymore. That's completely gone. So mm-hmm. it's like LFR is just there to do it on your own if you need like a quest item for the legendary ring, which is going to be the first one that we're going to get, or you know something like that just to complete it for a VP or whatever. But you could just you don't have to really worry about it if you miss it out. It doesn't matter. And also one thing, there's no upgrade. So VP doesn't matter. So if you get all BIS in your character, you don't have to be feel like you're forced to go back and do stuff just to get upgrades. You're just it's just going to be going through like a throwback to the gear. The best gear you get is in a raid, and that's all you can really get the best gear from. Um, you know, yeah, the professions aren't really going to matter at all except for crafting for items. Um, so probably everybody's going to go to like blacksmithing or leatherworking or tailoring if whatever class you are, because you're basically be able to create, you know, probably raid quality gear. They'll probably have like cloth drops and, you know, patterns and things like that back into raids. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, yeah, like I agree with you. It just makes me, it gets me so pumped and like, Oh, it's like, it just feels like an old game. You know, the old game I, I liked, like, you know, the, the way it was going now was just kind of, you know, having to VP cap every week just to upgrade items, you know, all this other stuff. It feels like you're forced to do things instead of just go to the raid, kill bosses, go to dungeons, farm up bosses. You know, I like doing that more just because it, that's like the throwback for me. Is it the same way for yeah. you? Uh, you mean like the constant grinding for just upgrading some gear you have? Yeah, like, what going, like going like in a five-man team and stomping through the five-mans and just getting gear because you needed it and not feeling like you have to be there because you just have to VP cap or something. Like you're there just yeah, I, to you're there to help your fellow guys out, not just to feel like you have to cap and that's all you care about. I, I hate the VP cap. I mean, yeah. for me, it, it doesn't feel 
rewarding at all. Like, yay, I can upgrade a, a piece of gear by a few item levels. For me, that's not rewarding. It's more rewarding to get a new item. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yay, I got a new item with a cool proc or a, like crit instead of mastery. I can really feel the difference. Uh, I don't really feel the difference uh, just because I can upgrade uh, maybe two pieces with uh, two more levels or something. I mean, that that... For me, that sucks. Uh, really, I hate doing the Valakar. <laughs> yeah, well, especially because I have so many characters with so <laughs> much gear. I, I mean, know, yeah. I, I'm I'm decked out with. Uh, I have like DPS trinkets, uh, double um, what's it called? Double amplifier for. I basically don't really heal on my monk anymore. I just DPS as mids. We even do ranks just because it's fun. Um, I have my DPS gear and my tanking gear. Um, all of them up at like 585, I think, uh, and still have to grind Valor points just to upgrade everything. And I have my Shaman as well. It's the same deal, Elemental Gear and uh, Resto Gear have to upgrade that. It's, it's really, really boring. Uh, so I'm really happy that they removed that, uh, to be honest. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just I'm really liking how the game is going. There's a lot of people that are hating it, so... You know, there's a lot of people that don't really like how the game is playing out, how Mizweaver is playing out, how healing overall is kind of playing out. But uh, you know, it's one of those things we'll just have to see and sit back and wait. So, is there any like last thoughts about you know Mizweaver or any kind of last comments you'd like to make out to people before we head out? Um, well, just to get back to kind of Mizweaver, because um, I heard people uh, talk about what secondary stats to go for and that all our secondary stats was garbage. Uh, and again, I disagree. Uh, I know Stormy is going for versatility. I think versatility is garbage in my opinion. Um, for me, that kind of looks like an undercover PvP stat because it makes you what heal more and take less damage or something. Um, I'm personally going for a mixture between uh, crit and uh, multi-strike. For me, crit is it's throughput and it's um, it's more manatee. Um so it's more mana return. Multi strike, on the other hand, is more throughput. It's more chi, which gives you more throughput as well, which essentially gives you more manatee as well. So that's kind of like it's less throughput than crit. Um, I think. Right now, at least, I mean, crit, crit and multi-strike kind of double dips together uh, because multi-strikes can crit as well. And I mean, just for me, multi-strike is a really, really good stat, um, especially if they up the healing of uh, Renewing Mist. That means more Renewing Mists. It means more healing through HOTS and then more Chi Explosion. I mean, uh, multi-strike is really, really strong, in my opinion, for, uh, for Mistweavers. Yeah, and that's one thing too. Like with the number of tunings that we could come through, you know, multi strike could turn into garbage, <laughs> and it could be like you know everybody well, needs spirit true. and haste or something crazy like that. Like these you know other stats. I mean, obviously everybody doesn't want spirit for the region, but you know we never know with the new tunings coming in, and that's kind of how I'm like. It's it's one of those things. Like you want to get your input out, and you want to be able to say these things, but it's just one of the. It just hopefully we'll be able to get to say okay, the numbers are good. Now, what do you guys think? So hopefully we'll be able to get that patch coming in and uh, soon, hopefully, or the, at least a pass through for healers. 
um, and then we can get a little more better idea of how the monk is going to be playing out as far as healing wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, thanks, uh, Zuggy, for coming on this week. It's always nice yeah. to have you back on. You always get me pumped up for the game. I, like if I ever feel down, I'm just going to have you back on and be like, "Oh, I feel so. Real. Oh, I want to get in there now." You know, <laughs> I'm always up for a chat, man. You know that. And then, so if you want to follow Zuggy, go ahead and give him a follow at at Zuggy TM. So Z U G G I E T M. Um, and then also, you know, Vanguard on uh, EU Kazix. If you want to go check them out there. Um, hopefully you guys will be, you know, be able to be, uh, improve your rankings from this. Maybe with the addition of you, they can do that. Um, and again, thanks for, uh, you know, coming on to the, uh, to the show this week. And, uh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Thank, having yeah thanks. So, so, yeah, like I said, it's always great having you on. And then, uh, thanks. Uh, and if, Oh, if everybody wants to get in touch with the show, a little bit important there, you can go and reach us at monk podcast on Twitter, uh, hit us up at show on monkcraftpodcast.com if you want to email us and then monkcraftpodcast.com as well for the URLs. I have all the all the past episodes on there so you can scroll through and listen to anything you missed. So again, uh, again, thanks to Zuggy for joining us and then we hope to have you back here each and every week on Minecraft Podcast. Take care. Bye.